what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Just the West podcast. I'm your host, Just the West, and we are still into the off season. I'm still being quarantined under uh, self shelter in California, but the off season must go on. And I am on the line with a good friend of mine. He's in the game, which is fitness for for pro athletes. Uh, my boy, Coach Angus. Coach Angus, you there? How's it going? What up, man? Yep. So I'm in Berkeley. I'm in Berkeley. You're in Hayward right now, right? Yep. Have you been going to any gyms lately? No, just a uh, home gym in my backyard. Um, just trying to do a lot of body weight, um, some jump rope. Nothing, yeah, nothing heavy with things. Okay, so real quick for uh, for those listeners, you know, I usually talk about you know just the West NFC West football in, in the NFL, um, but you know the right now the off season is. Uh, I won't say it's it's getting quiet. There have been a couple of smaller sightings. Um, you know, I know Travis Benjamin signed with the Niners. I know that Philip Dorsett signed with the Seahawks. But for the sake of this pod, I thought it'd be good to do a little bit of a curveball and provide a little bit of insight uh, to you guys. Um, so Coach Angus, he's a trainer. Um, he's been in the game for, for several years. And I just wanted to get a little bit of insight on how his expertise kind of translates onto the football field, which is the NFL. So, I mean, Coach Angus, uh, you live in Hayward. I'm in Berkeley. We're kind of stuck right now. So, like, for your day-to-day, like, can you see clients right now or, or, or no? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Um, I do have a couple of online tra- uh, clients right now, online training um, through Zoom and Instagram. Yeah. Um, just hosting group exercises um, for the country club. Okay. Uh, so... So every uh, twice a week, we're only doing it twice a week, uh, 3 or 4 p.m. Um, we just host like a little 45-minute um, total body workout. Yeah. And then, so that's, I mean, just try to keep the members engaged. I, I know exercise is super important, especially when we're all trapped indoors right now. So, like, tell me a little bit more about, about yourself because, I mean, Coach Angus, uh, I believe what your, your brand is, is Angus Fitness. I mean, what type of athletes, who's your clientele, and, you know, what's, what's kind of like your – your MO with, with, with these sort of athletes? Yeah, so like, I actually, I didn't really expect myself to work with athletes. Um, when I first started training, um, I was actually, I was a physical therapy um, intern at a physical therapy clinic, and I was doing a lot of um, post rehabs. Um, and then I started, after I graduated uh, from UC Irvine, uh, started working under um, physical therapist, um, Dr. Ko. Uh, he's actually um, a pretty high-profile physical therapist. Uh, he works with USA volleyball team and several NFL players that I was lucky to meet, like LT and Reggie Bush. Um, with Daley Thompson? That LT? Oh, no. Yep, yep. No kidding. Yep. Oh, crap. Yep. Yeah, so I was, uh, you know, I was the intern during that time, but I was, I was able to get firsthand experience, like, you know, type of post recovery, you know, that I can work on him for, you know, for a well, short, short, short amount of time, but definitely, um, it was quite a good experience to have. Nice. Um, and then after that, yeah. And after that, um, I would, uh, try to go to physical therapy school and decided, you know, met a trainer and I was like, why go to, why go to physical therapy school when I can take someone 
and excel their performance after post rehab. Mm. And that's why I became a trainer after that, because I see, you know, a lot of people, they don't know what to do after physical therapy, you know, like after they're injury free, for athletes especially, that's where you want to excel your performance. You have to go through strength and conditioning. Right, right. And, and I went that route after that. And then, yeah, I mean, six years into training, um, I mainly work on golfers and um, PGA pros, uh, juniors, and that, that's that's where I'm at right now. Okay, you seem pretty well versed, though. I mean, um, let me let me ask you this too, because obviously, you know, being in this sort of industry, I mean, you've seen like the way people train, the way athletes train, it it's changed significantly from like. You know, even even the '90s, the 2000s, like there's always a, a new mindset of uh, how to really get the best out of out of your clients. I mean, even for the NFL, like this is looking like I don't know what the '80s, the '90s, like your typical linebacker, in the box linebacker, more physical. Uh, the game was a little bit more violent per se, less passing, um, and so you saw a different breed of athlete. And you fast forward to to now for 2020, after seeing like the Niners and and the Chiefs go at it in the Super Bowl. I mean, from a from a fitness perspective of getting these athletes, you know, up to par with this sort of game. I mean, how has it changed? Like, what's the mindset back then to what it is now? Uh, yeah, good question. Um, so I feel like from what I saw from the athletes back in like the nineties, I mean, maybe even the early two thousand, um, they're very heavy, and especially like the O line, D line, it's like the heavy, the heavier, the better, right? Right. Better blockers. But now, like, you see a lot of linebackers, and O-line and D-line are very fast and mobile. Um, the training, the old-school training is to live as heavy as you can, but not necessary. It's um, not, not necessary, like, like speed. They only focus on speed versus, like, now it's, like, I feel like speed is totally different than what it was now is more uh, more of an advantage, right? Right. Especially now, like, uh, there's all these hybrid, you know, different roles, people play safety, linebacker, a lot of versatility now. Yeah, and that's, um, I feel like that's the game changer nowadays um, because people are more functional. They, so the training aspect is more functional now. So um, that way people move better and when they move better they perform better okay so i mean like i don't know uh, back in the day you, you have what, bench press cleans deadlifts like you know that's that's your typical go-to stuff but i mean um how is it now i, I guess what's I the mean, emphasis here right i mean i don't know that's still important right i mean yeah i mean no like you know the, the power exercise is like especially for football it's a power you know sport right from most of more than half the players, right? So like, you, you want to focus on power, but at the same time, you want to be functional. So back then, in the nineties, early two thousand, it was just straight up whoever can lift the heaviest, bench the heaviest, squat the heaviest. There wasn't really it wasn't too functional based mm -hmm. training, but now you see a lot of neuromuscular training, like you know, activating the nervous system, and then training them for movement. And the better movement, and then you put strength on top of that, and mm -hmm. then once they develop strength, and then that's where power comes in, and then it's a more overall 
like athlete now versus back then it's just the strongest athlete does right. that make sense it does. It does. And another train of thought came came into mind as well. Because um, here's the thing, you know, NFL athletes they, they still get hurt. I mean, I mean, if anything, maybe you might say they're a little bit more injury prone. Because um, hear me out, at least hear me out. So the NFL right now with OTAs and the off season training, I mean, they're for uh, for better in the long run, but they are limited for the amount of uh, physical activity. In terms of contact, there's a lot of uh, non-contact practices. There's a lot more regulation. Um, the off-season isn't as long. It isn't as grueling on today's NFL players. And you can make a case that because of that, uh, come regular season time, come preseason time, when they finally do put on the pads and play full-on contact, um, they're more susceptible to injury. Uh, that's that's one premise that I've heard. Do you, do you agree with that? You know what I'm saying, though, because if you don't – do the the old school contacts, um, you know, get your body equated for that sort of impact. That when you actually do play the games, uh, you're you're more susceptible to injury. Mm-hmm. I mean, so like I feel like back then it's like uh, kind of like a no pain no gain mentality. Yeah. But now I feel like recovery is huge, right? You see a lot of athletes focus more on recovery versus training. And you have all these, like, different, like, tools and uh, modalities coming, right? Like the hyperbolt, right? Yep. Um, the, ice, the ice bath, um, the cold therapy, right? So, like, definitely you see a lot of more recovery in athletes and more focus on that versus um, heavy lifting. I mean, don't get me wrong, they should do heavy lifting and stuff, but recovery is a huge part of um, their program now, their fitness program. I see. I see. Well, in terms of that that program too, um, the new CBA, the new collective bargaining agreement for players in the NFL. So they're not playing 16 games anymore. Uh, this is something that players have been very. Uh, they don't like it, uh, but they agreed to it anyways. But they're expanding it from 16 games to 17 regular season games, and you know you can make a case that it's only one additional game. But I mean. As an athlete, as a trainer, I mean, how how would you how would you treat that? Uh, like I said, I think I I would totally focus. I'm a huge recovery guy, especially from a physical therapy background. Mm-hmm. So I, I I really feel like athletes should focus more on recovery versus training because especially during the regular season, right when the games are so long, right? Yeah. Like. I mean, recovery is huge because, like, I mean, a lot of these players are pro pro players, so they they know exactly what's their mentality like going into these games now, right? Right. And they're just pretty much prepping for, you know, the playoff, right? Like, as the season comes to the end. Mm -hmm. Like, so you want to focus on recovery, um, sleep. Uh, I think those are going to be huge to really rejuvenate an athlete throughout the prolonged season. Okay. And let me ask you this, too. I mean... I don't know. The, the, the last couple of years, it seems like the soft tissue thing has been more paramount than anything. Hamstrings, um, you know, muscle strains, just uh, it's not like you don't get many broken bones as much, but you're more worried about the soft tissue stuff. I mean, do, do you see that across the board for athletes or is this I don't know. It, it seems more common now than before. I think the health industry, I mean, the health and the fitness industry are very, um, 
they're getting smarter. They're definitely um, there's a lot of research now on you know muscle tissue um, rec- and recovery, right, and how to enhance an athlete's performance to the next level. Um, a lot of research out there. So like. Uh, one of them is actually, you know, like, for example, the hyperbolt, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like the, the health, the fitness industry are very lenient now about soft tissue because soft tissue, like, you see a lot of trainers doing somewhat of a soft tissue, like a trigger point kind of thing, right? Yeah. Such as using the hyperbolt, um, using a lacrosse ball for soft tissue, uh, like trigger point. Um, so, like... It's definitely um, stepping up. And people see a big difference in their performance, right? So it's not just about lifting weights now. It's more about soft tissue and having better movement, right? So in order to have better movement, like functional movement, you have to break down that soft tissue a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. So you see that a lot in a lot of functional – it's called functional training. Functional training. um, I feel like – yeah. And a lot of trainers – even strength coaches are using a lot of kind of a functional training base to help improve these athletes' performance. So, like, for example, right, like, people back then usually just squat, right? But, but when they squat, they're actually focused on the quads, the calves, the glutes. But now it's like, if you can't get down to a certain degree, you shouldn't be squatting that heavy. Mm. Not necessarily right, the weights of it; it's the angle. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So if you if you're okay, let's say in a perfect world, right, uh, an athlete is doing a squat, a deep squat, right. But then when you load them, right, the deep squat doesn't look that good, right? No. So instead of <laughs> keep loading them, right? Yeah, so yeah. Keep loading them and loading them. Like you take off those weight and you make sure he does it perfectly with that weight that works for his form, right? So, like, you can develop power exercises through that just by going lighter with better form. Because when your whole entire body is working together as a unit, you actually develop more power versus you're loading more weights and decreasing the range of motion. You're actually not engaging all your muscles to do a deep squat correctly. Okay, okay. So uh, the devil is in the details, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of research out there right now um, that very focused on functional training too. I see. Well, let, let me ask you this. I mean, with all this research and kind of where we're at right now, we're, you know, we're in 2020. I still can't believe it, but 2020 and just the way things are going with um, you know sports science and, and rehab and, like you said, functional training. You know, for the NFL right now, uh, the NFL is a passing league and the rules have kind of been more favorable for quarterbacks. It's been more favorable for wide receivers for a more passing oriented game, higher points, more entertainment, fantasy football. Everyone's happy in, in that sense. Right. And you, obviously, you know, you put a big strain on the, the secondary and defensive players, but that's not here nor there. Just just big picture for, for the NFL. Um I, I anticipate this trend to continue. Um, they want more points. They want more, um, I won't say finesse, but they, they want more, um, they want more entertainment, I guess. Uh, they're kind of going away from your typical in the line, in the box linebacker, uh, less hits, you know, obviously with concussions and, 
and that being a concern, I mean, so where, where do you see the NFL going in terms of athletes and training and, and you know, whatnot? I think, um, I think it has to do with a lot with their, um, as we're kids and throughout high school and college football, because I feel like that's where the training is actually super important before they even lead up to the NFL, right? Because, like, the kids are, I feel like they're being overly trained when they're younger. So that can lead to a lot of injuries as they get, as they play longer. Well, just like the stress Especially on your knees and, and all that? What, what, do you, what do you mean? Yeah, just like the stress on the joints, um, the muscles, right? The overuse, overtraining. Um, I feel like if we can train smarter for the younger generation, so from like high school, college, they will have a better prolonged career in the NFL. Mm, I see. Okay. Yeah, but, but but now I feel like a lot of you know kids are overtraining, and then by the time you know they hit, reach the pro level, like their body's already beat up. It seems like your whole mo, and correct me if I'm wrong, it, it really is not necessarily training to a certain points, but it's more so prevention, recovery, um, just kind of the, the the gray area, all the stuff before the game. It's 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 too. Honestly, it's it's the longevity portion uh, of, of what you really focus on. Yeah, and like I mean, you know, the, you know the passing game, right? Like you said, like it's definitely coming. Uh, players are definitely faster and more agile, and it all has to do with the training when they're younger. So, like, I feel like you train them young. Like, you train if you train them well, like good movement, good functional training. It just, it translates. They're more athletic as they reach to the pro level. And that's, I think that's why the game is so much faster now. Mm. It's because, it's because, you know, the, the training aspect when they're young, they have a good, solid foundation of human performance. And they translate that to the pro level. So what would you recommend, I, I guess, for, uh, I won't say the, the next generation, but I, I know our generation uh, at least when I uh, I was on the high school team and, and all that, it was, like I said, a, a lot of weights, a lot of suicides, and not that much in between. Um, you know, you're talking about having the right foundation for, for the new generation. So what should they focus on, really? The basic movement. So um, I would go for, like, training the function movement. So the basic movements are, can they do a squat perfectly, right? Okay. Can they hip hinge? So hip hinge is like a deadlift position. So um, getting a good deadlift form is huge. Um, forward and backward lunges, mm. um, lateral lunges, right? Yep. Rotational, right? Especially for rotational athletes, like quarterbacks, especially, you know, can they separate their upper and lower body, right? During the football, yeah, drive from the legs, they're from the ground up, and then the release is from the top, right? The torso. Yeah. And um, so all those basic movements, like, you know, you keep training them, keep correcting them, um, you know, trigger point, whatever, the soreness they have, you know, make them move better. And then when they move better, they're functionally able to do all that and translate into their, um, to the performance game. So it would be second nature to them when they're on the field. 
Mm, okay. Okay. And, and once they get the movement down, though, you can start strength training them, and that's the easiest part. The hardest part is to move. Strength training is the, the easy part. Like really, the, the strength part yeah. is the easiest part, not the okay. Yes. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Cor- correcting movement pattern is the hardest, especially with our with our life. Depends on everybody's lifestyle is different, right? So, yeah. Yeah. You know, some some football players they go out practice for a good couple hours, and then what they do after that, right? They just sit in the chair, you know, or commute, you know, like spend time with the family, like you know sanitary lifestyle right so it really depends i see huh that's a really good train of thought i I, um i don't know i I always like i said i've always been kind of brought up for for strength how much you can lift how many push-ups and all that but it's more so the movements than anything okay yes okay Okay. especially football right yeah football is like it's like an ego thing right like I can bench this much, and you compare, right? It's kind of nature. Right? Oh hell yeah, hell yeah, exactly. I mean, you always imagine those high school football movies, or like you know, in the gridiron training on the off season, how how nitty gritty it is uh, for that sort of training. But uh, things are changing now, for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think you know, in the next couple of years, I feel like the game it might be even faster. That's that's true though, honestly. Because when you look at even some of these new age quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes and um, Lamar Jackson, yep. like it's it's crazy, man. It's just it's, it's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely changing, and you know, like running backs are getting faster. Right? Like receivers are cutting a lot. You know, like they cut well nowadays. Like you just don't see it, right? Because we're watching it on in TV. Yeah. Like man, they're moving so fast. Like and they're so strong at a high speed, which is really hard to control. If you talk about human performance. I think, well, l- l- what are your thoughts? Because I feel like the, the linebacker position, especially, um, you know, off-ball linebacker, I, I mean, you got to be so versatile both in the run and pass coverage. Mm-hmm. Like, those sort of athletes are, um, like I said, you don't, you, they're not the strongest anymore, but they're fast-twitched, they're rangy, uh, they cover a lot of mm-hmm. ground. Like, that's... That's that's like a true athlete right there. That, that's how I see it. <laughs> exactly right, and it's through moving, right? It's not how it's not how heavy they lift, right? Or like how much they weigh. Hey, remember when uh, Jim uh, Jim Harbaugh? Remind me because I, I don't remember. But remember that O line? It was super heavy, right? It was like over like two thousand pounds. They had a pretty uh, heavy O line, yeah. No, with uh, Jim Harbaugh with the Niners, uh, very yeah, di- very yeah. different from Kyle Shanahan and his offensive line now in in twenty twenty. But, but but if you look at it, like our defense is still super solid, right? Yeah, like, and it, we're just faster than you compare it to back then. A lot Jim Harbaugh's year. Well, to your point too, you compare. Um, I don't know. I mean, you could you could compare a Brian Urlacher to like a Quan Alexander, right? Very, both are very good, but very different different styles, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, any other any other things top of mind? Anything else to, uh, to 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 feed to our listeners about training or just you know NFL athletes? I don't know. Anything else you'd like to kind of wrap it up on? Yeah, I would tell everybody. To focus on recovery. So recovery can be sleep, right? Nutrition. Like, don't overtrain. I see a lot of people always on the go, go, go kind of mentality, right? 
And when you start overtraining, like your body stresses out, you know, that's it. It leads you to in, like injuries um, and other like, you know, disorders, right? So just focus on your mindset, good mindset, and, um, and get recovery. Okay, okay. Well, hey, Angus, I appreciate your time and your expertise on this. It's kind of a curveball to what I typically do for, for these sort of pods. But uh, I'd love to give you a bit of the floor. Go ahead and give a plug. You know, what's your business? Where, 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 where can we find you if you have any other questions? Yeah, you can uh, follow me on Instagram, um, Angus Lee, period, performance. Um, I work in Hayward in San Francisco. Uh, I work at a country club called TBC Stonebreak and then um, at a private facility in San Francisco, Diakadi, D-I-A-K-A-D-I. And yeah, just hit me up. If you have any questions about fitness, um, I'm, I'm here to help. Awesome. Angus, thank you so much for your time. And uh, to our loyal listeners, thank you so much for checking out the pod, whether it's Spotify or iTunes. Social media-wise, Instagram, at Just the West. Twitter, at Just the West. And of course, the blog, www.justthewest.com. Till next time, we out here. Peace. Thank you.